1: is coming and the men have all left town but i'm not giving up until i see that baby crown 39 and single can someone help me out he could be bald and bearded shorter or tall funny smart love basketball gay straight black white tiny eyes with an underbite Hey, hey, hey! Welcome back to Spermcast episode 16. Wow, we have been through a lot together, you guys. Any new listeners out there, here's what you need to know. Well, first of all, you should stop this episode right now and start from the beginning of the series because it's a real-time journey and you can catch up and binge. But if you want to forge ahead, here's the backstory. I'm Molly Hawkey. I'm an actor, writer, comedian almost 40. I've always wanted a husband and kids. None of that has ever happened, but luckily I found a loophole, you know, that people don't really talk about very often. Sperm donors. Who knew? So I'm on the hunt and exploring my options all the While trying to get my shit together so I can actually afford to do this okay back to the episode I have some good news remember track fertility the company that has that home male fertility test well they sent me one you guys yeah it's almost like I have a sponsor kind of that's like a 200-something dollar thing you guys And they're offering all of my listeners a 15% discount for the rest of the year. Just type in spermcast2018 in the discount code and voila, 15% off. So fun. Also, it just arrived and I posted an unboxing video on my Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash spermcast to watch that video and other ones or to subscribe and donate a dollar or two a month. I have some other great news on top of the track fertility thing. I thought I was stone cold inside because of the Lexapro, but this week I have almost cried about four times. So, I'm not dead inside. I probably should have done a sperm donor interview for this episode, but Amanda abandoned me and went to Cape Cod and now she's doing couples things. Gross. So here's what you get. In this episode, you're going to hear vastly different interviews, both leaving me with a feast of food for thought. It may frustrate you, it may infuriate you, as it infuriates one of my guests, but trust me, it is very, very fucking funny, and there's a surprise guest in the second interview. So anyway, let's get started with our first guest. Oh shit, one last thing, we're using lavalier mics Those are those little tiny, uh, little microphones you attach to your lapel Anyway, the sound quality is a little different But again, Amanda's fault, she abandoned me And now, without further ado, our first guest Her name is Allison Royer She's the co-host of Absolute Worst Podcast with Dana Powell Another friend of mine Absolute Worst has been on iTunes new and noteworthy multiple times, and I suggest if you want a good laugh, go give a listen. Allison invited herself over last Friday night to help me with my finances, so I insisted we record it. Here we go. Hi, Allison. Hi, how are you? You are a financial analyst?
2: (laughs) (laughs) It couldn't be farther from the truth, in fact. No, not true at all.
1: you were here to help me with my finances? I did, Okay. So, I do have weird
2: obsessions around people's finances. Yes. And I have successfully taken a couple people through their finances because I have a personal belief that the problem for most people where their finances are concerned is lack of clarity. Okay. Like, I asked you when I first got here, what is the interest rate on your credit card? Right, and then I, what did I do? Your response was, which one, (laughs) which for me, that was a red flag, okay? Okay, so pick any one. Do you know what your interest rate is on literally any of your cards?
1: Sort of, yes.
2: Okay, like, so what do you think it is?
1: Well, one of them is really, 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 really bad. Okay, and what does that look like? 29.9. What? And what's the limit on that card? It's the most, it's like... So you're maxed out on that card? No, 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 no. I don't, I don't, I, I usually keep that card empty. It's my oldest card, and this is why my credit score is okay. Okay. Because I got it when I was 19 or 20. Okay. And and I usually keep it empty, but there was an emergency a friend had at a vet, and her dog had eaten all my tampons.
2: Incredible. Obviously. <laughs> yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. And that's when you were like, you know what this feels like a good use for? The 29% credit card.
1: Well, she borrowed $2,000. Okay. I didn't want to... Add it to my other credit cards that I'd been working on so hard. Yeah. This one was clean, and she could pay the interest rate on that. Yeah. So... So she
2: paid the $2,000 back, including the interest. No,
1: she hasn't paid it back yet. So
2: it's sitting on a credit card, accruing 29%. <laughs> no. Are you fucking high? <laughs>
1: oh, my God. So now, here's where... <laughs> no, it's down to, like, a 1000 now. She's paid half of it. She pays me, like, $200... Uh, but uh, is she going to pay the interest? Yeah. I'm, yeah.
2: I'm... Yes. More upset than I've ever been. Just so we're clear.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay, so then she had me log into that credit card, and I explained to her that the hard part about lending my friend the money is that I have to make the payments on time, and that one time I forgot and I got a late fee. Now, who pays for that? I don't know. I'll figure that out. Oh, I feel no. bad because her dog ate eight of my tampons, and so you had to be- have her stomach opened up and remo- remove the okay, tampons. But
2: it's not your fault that you need tampons
1: to live. But she is paying me back. You have a lovely credit score. Thank you. Yeah, it's
2: perfectly acceptable.
1: What is it? It's like 715. So here's what I didn't mention. Oh, boy. Well, I did a job this summer. Okay. That took a long time to get paid for. And so I ended up using this card a little, too. Okay, hear me out. It was the end of July. Remember, the end of July, I was having panic attacks. I booked that acting job on the East Coast and I had to fly. And I didn't have enough rotations of linens for my Airbnb. So I went and bought some more linens at Target so that my guests could get through the week. Now, why are you choosing to use this credit card? Because your other cards are maxed out? No, the other cards aren't maxed out. Here's what happened. I thought if I put everything on this one card that's pretty much empty, then I'll be able to keep track of my expenses. And then when I get the check, I'll be able to pay it off because I'll know what was what. And it won't be mixed in with any of my own normal life stuff. Unfortunately, when I got the check, it was only for $3,200 because they'd taken out so many taxes, so I ended up just paying all the actors and not paying my credit card back. Anyway, that's when Allison gave me a lesson. Do you consider $50
2: to be a lot of money? Yeah. Okay, so you're paying just $50, it says on this statement, in interest. I am. (laughs) 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 Because here's what, what happens. And, and this is just one thing that I ask everybody to just think about. Yeah. You spend $100 on betting at Target because you're like, I need this, I need it right now, it has to go on a credit card. But then you don't pay it off right away. So now it's $130. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that just keeps happening and it keeps happening. Yeah.
1: So Allison pulled me up on Credit Karma. Payment history, good, no derogatory marks, credit score, 715. I have three open credit card accounts, Barclays, Chase, and First Financial, totaling about 15000 And I have a $10,000 loan I took out when I froze my eggs. So Um, you've got $25,000 worth of debt. Yes. Right? So you have this fucking obscene
2: interest rate. Yeah. And you're using it. And so you're paying 30%. Just on that one card, you guys. So if you were somewhere and somebody it was like 30% off, that's significant. (laughs) You're like, that's a huge, like, I'm getting something on sale. It's 30% off. That's amazing. So every time you buy something, they're charging you 30% extra. Yeah. Right? You're right. You are not in a position to lend somebody $2,000. Or
1: $20. Right.
2: And I mean, you should be able to get to a point where you know the interest off the top of your head on your credit cards. You know what your balance is on your credit cards. And and more than anything, you're not living on credit. You know, they're really, you know, I think everybody- I really
1: honestly hadn't used any credit cards since October until July when I hadn't gotten paid for this job and I needed to use my credit card. Mm-hmm. Oh, I
2: see. And so since then, you've not been using that. Yes. So this is old debt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Except yeah. for the two thousand dollars. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> new debt, and then the thing that we, where you went to Target to get the sheets. That's the same. Yeah. Also new.
1: Yeah. So actually, all July. Well, that no, her 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 dog yeah. thing was somewhere in the spring. First of all, don't make me snort. It's
2: rude. <laughs> and second of all. <laughs> and like, I just started to I don't think it's relevant when in fact this debt was accrued. Okay,
1: okay. I it's just the want fact you to know you I'm not that. doing it now.
2: It's obvious that you want to change yep. and I respect that. Okay. Yeah, okay. I have a lot. I think that's great.
1: Okay, wait, back to Chase. Do you have that a savings account? Part? Yes. Oh, boy. Is that bad? Well, well, I just keep $1,000 set aside in case of emergency. That's all. Okay, what the fucking hell <laughs> so this this is your savings
2: account. Mm-hmm. Cute. Now let me ask you a couple questions about your checking account. Yes. So you can I'm gonna tell the balance, okay? okay. So you have a thousand three hundred and ninety dollars and thirty-three cents in your checking account. Yes. Right. Today is August seventeenth. Yes. Okay. What bills need to be paid with the money that's in your checking account? Like so I for instance, know. okay. <laughs> so for instance, I get paid twice a month. And By who? My employer. You have a job?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is that the problem? Yeah. I need a job. I have a job.
2: Okay, <laughs> it's not weird and I don't appreciate your judgment. <laughs> I have a job and my husband has a job.
1: What? We're these weird Midwestern
2: weird. people. Weird. This These weird Midwestern What kind types. of job do you have? I work at a law firm. What? Yeah. <laughs> You're not a lawyer though, are no, you? No, uh, I'm just like a, a secretary. <laughs> yeah. So I have a consistent paycheck, right? So I know that you probably don't. <laughs> How much is your rent in this lovely place that we're in? It's
1: 2250.
2: So you personally every month pay $2250. Yeah. That's very expensive. Yeah. Number 1. Yeah. I know you don't want me to tell you that you have to move. <laughs> but you could <laughs> cut your rent down probably by half.
1: But I don't pay that rent because of the Airbnb. Okay,
2: right. Okay. So let's keep going.
1: Okay, so then we started to go over my bills. Phone, $110. Car payment, zero. Car insurance, $115, and that's deducted automatically each month.
2: Now, does it have a date in which it comes out? Like, what? No, I don't know.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you don't... That's why I always keep a minimum of $1,000 in my checking. That is insane, and it's like the fucking wild, wild west. I shouldn't do that? Well,
2: because right now you have $1,300, but we don't really know what's been paid. Now, do you get bills mailed to your house? Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'm so upset. What's your sign? You're not going to believe it. Okay. Virgo. According to astrology.com, Virgos are picky and critical, but their attention to detail is for a reason, to help others. Virgos, more than any other zodiac sign, were born to serve, and it gives them great joy. The sense of duty borne by these folks is considerable, and it ensures that they will always work for the greater good. Virgos enjoy indulging their practical and logical side and poring over their projects to the nth degree. Whoa, this is cool. I actually didn't know this. To say that those born under the Virgo sign are good at fact-finding almost understates the case, since Virgos revel in their exacting, some would argue, pedantic behavior and are a whiz with minutia. This is what I'm doing right now. (laughs) Those with a Virgo zodiac sign are an asset in the workplace Oh, I should get a job As they can be counted on to get things right the first time, every time And no detail will be overlooked A Virgo sign's brain is in overdrive most of the time Which is why these folks get so much done All of their brain power can make Virgos prone to skepticism And can even lead to the kind of Oh my god Overthink that surely leads to overkill The element associated with Virgo is earth And in keeping with that Most Virgos are grounded, salt-of-the-earth types Fuck, man I feel like this is 100% me Oh, And my mom While Virgos can be worry warts They do their best to temper their impulses Since Virgo rules the intestines What? Worried Virgos need to be wary of bowel upsets <laughs> Soothing relief often comes in the way of earth tones, which is why Virgos like to be surrounded by shades of tan and warm yellow. I love yellow, you guys. No,
2: I do believe it. Dana's a Virgo.
1: And is she like me?
2: Yes. (laughs) It's very upsetting.
1: (laughs) Then I tell her that half of my bills are automatically deducted and half of them I pay manually and I don't know what's what. (gasps) Molly. What? <laughs> I'm supposed to do all of them? Yes, that's exactly what Allison was trying to say. I should either have all of my bills taken out automatically or pay all of them manually so that it's not such a mess. Yeah.
2: Okay, so you have health insurance. How much is that every month? 355. Damn. <laughs> 355. Have you paid
1: that this month? Mhm. How do you know? I wrote it in my book. So you, I paid, you paid it, it late on the 8th, but I don't get a fee for that. But why did you pay it late? So I, I didn't have the money. Mm-hmm. OK, what are your other bills? OK, health insurance, three fifty eight seventeen. the gas company, 20 to $40 depending on the time of year. Uh, LADWP, the Department of Water and Power, which includes water, electricity, sanitation, and sewage. It's billed bi-monthly at an average of about $200 per month. You get this every other month. Yeah.
2: Then how? So it's four hundred dollars when you get the bill. Yeah. You're
1: lying. No. Why? Well, in the summer, my Airbnb guests use the AC a lot, and it can be four hundred and fifty bucks. Okay. Well, I'm pretty upset about that. So <laughs> let's just
3: see where
2: we're at. So this is your rent.
1: <laughs> this is your phone. What if you leave here like? I'm sorry, you can't be helped.
2: <laughs> no, it, it's not going to be that. But okay. you should be able to know when you paid your bills, and you should know how your bills are being paid, and you should know. When they're due.
1: Then we went on to discover that my LADWP bill is past due. $427 or something or other. I don't know. And my gas bill, which is usually $20 to $40, is also past due. $160. She gets very upset. What? It's due. It's late. What? Molly. (laughs) I'm so upset.
2: Past due? (laughs) i so upset. <laughs> is this a joke? <laughs> I can't even begin to understand why this is what's happening. View bill history. This shit's not going to be good. Molly, it's because you haven't paid this in a hundred years. Your gas bill was $25. But you're not paying your bill, you fucking psycho. Look at you paid that one. This one, who knows what happened.
1: Maybe there's something going on.
2: Yeah, it's that you don't know when your bills are due, and then you're just, like, arbitrarily not paying them.
1: (laughs) I can't believe you're laughing. I'm calling the police.
2: (laughs) You need a system. Okay. You need a fucking system. This isn't reasonable.
1: Okay. Don't
2: get fucking sheepish on me.
1: (laughs) Honey... Yeah, okay. Or she said, "Honey,
2: you're like the wild, wild fucking west up in here." <laughs> Thank you. So I'm gonna need you to do me a favor, just so for me, uh-huh. I want you to pay this bill right now. That one? Yeah. Otherwise, I'm gonna have a panic attack.
1: Okay, I'll pay this one right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they're not charging you a late fee.
1: I don't think they do.
2: Is that so? Did you kind of know that in the back of your head, and yeah, and so you're just like, I'll just do they that. They always whenever. send
1: you like an, a warning, like they're gonna cut it off,
2: and that's when you pay it. Yeah. So you don't do a monthly bill on gas. You've decided to just, when you get the red letter, that's when you'll pay. <laughs> okay.
1: Sometimes. When so, money's tight, that's those are the two bills that I don't pay on time. Not my credit cards. But you
2: don't pay your gas. And what else don't you
1: pay? My DWP. Success. Paid. Let me write that down in oh, my you. book. Jesus. Yeah.
2: Just for anybody that's listening, Molly is literally surrounded by 87 books, all of which she claims have different like logins and passwords to like important information. Yep. Every time I've asked, she's like, oh, it's in my book. And then she runs into another room and comes back with, like, a 14th book. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what other bills do you have?
1: Okay, and we have internet. How much is that? I don't know. Look it up. (laughs) (laughs) It goes on like this, you guys, but she really puts me in my place. And I think when we hide our heads in the sand
2: and just hope that it all goes away, it's, number one, there's, like, a level of immaturity there, right? And you are striving to be...
1: A mother. A mother. Yeah,
2: you know, and so you want to make smart decisions. And while I love where your heart is at when you want to help a friend by giving them $2,000, that's not a responsible decision. No. It's just not. No. It's, it's a heartfelt decision, and it's lovely, but it's not, you, you have to think about what your goals are. If your goals are to be financially established and, like, fully self-supporting, You can't lend people $2,000 when you don't have any money. Yeah. Okay, what are your other bills?
1: I think that's it. Wrong, because I forgot about Adobe Creative Suite at twenty nine ninety nine. This is where I do all of my audio, video, and photo editing. My podcast hosting service at thirty dollars a month. My photo storage and client interface service, which is about thirty dollars a month. My new thirty dollar weekly copay for therapy. I've already spent two grand on dental this year, but I need a crown and two wisdom teeth removed. My annual fees for egg storage, domain names, my photography website hosting, and seventy five dollar copays for gastroenterologists, ENTs, and ophthalmologists. Not to to mention the fertility and dermatology appointments I need to schedule. Oh, fuck balls. There's also the rock climbing gym, which is about $80 a month and the Headspace app, which is what I use to fall asleep at night. That's twelve ninety nine and probably my worst expense. And I'm sorry, I'll close it down. Okay, that's it. I think I don't know. Well,
2: let's talk about your income.
1: Okay. Okay. So I tell her I make about $2,000 a month from the Airbnb, about $580 from the fella that lives in the Airstream trailer that is in my backyard. That's right. There's an Airstream trailer in my backyard, you guys. And uh, the other income is headshots.
2: And how much are you averaging a month
1: making on headshots? Well, because of the podcast, I have Okay. I'll admit it, since I started my business in 2005, things have gotten really, really slow. But that's just because I used to work around the clock on my photography business. When I started the Airbnb, it gave me more free time, so I stopped investing my time into the photography business. I used to put out newsletters and advertise on social media all the time. These days, my website's been under construction for four or five months, and I just haven't wanted to promote it. Can any of you help me with my website? Because I'm in an awkward position with it right now. Anyway, the point is, I'm probably making no more than a grand on headshots a month. This is so embarrassing. And then there's acting, which brings in a little fun check every now and again, but they're few and far between. Oh, and I now have $200 from Patreon every month. That's exciting. Um, (laughs) It it is.
2: I love it. What other money is coming between now and the end of the month?
1: Okay, so I've got 511 more coming through Airbnb. And I probably got five hundred more coming from headshots.
2: So we're gonna add a thousand dollars to this. Oh, plus the five eighty in the back eye. Yeah. So you have two thousand seven hundred mm-hmm. and one dollars and eighty six cents. So when you subtract your rent from there, which is twenty two fifty, you have four hundred and fifty one dollars. You still owe four hundred mm-hmm. and twenty seven dollars and forty five cents. To where was that again? Wait, I know. DWP internet. So you don't have enough to pay your internet. Right. Or or. Or eat but anything. I can use the
1: thousand dollar that my I point
2: here is that you're living well beyond what you're bringing in right okay because we haven't even touched your credit cards under no circumstances yeah. can you afford your bills right not to mention like food
1: right
2: or you know at a van or whatever else is <laughs> <laughs> coming down the pipelines mm-hmm. so the first thing that I would say to you yeah. is while I, fully support everybody being creative and following their dreams. Without some sort of a basis for that, you're just going to continue to accrue debt. If you don't have your major source of income... Headshots? Yes. Yes. Then, so I need to
1: reinvest in the headshots. And yeah, need- yeah, or
2: whatever else it is that you yeah. need to do to make money, because otherwise those credit cards are going to keep going up. And you're going to continue to not have a way to pay them. Yeah. And that's like the vicious cycle. Yeah. So you're under-earning right now. Yeah. There's something called an under-earner. Earn- under- I'm an under-earner. Have you ever heard of that before? I'm an
1: overachiever and an under-earner. So it depends on how serious you want to get.
2: I would say your biggest expense that you could easily cut in half is your rent.
1: Right. My rent. Well, the long and short of it is that Allison thinks I should get a roommate and do more headshots. With a roommate paying about $1,500 and sharing bills and the fella in the Airstream paying 580 and steadier money coming in from headshots, I could, yeah, obviously make more money than I'm making now. But guys, easier said than done. It's not that easy to get new headshot clients. Anyway, I'll try. I'll make a new newsletter as soon as I'm done with this episode and I'll offer a huge discount for the month of September. So
2: I think the theory is that if you actually put your energy into getting clients and actually shooting headshots, that that income would come.
1: But then I wouldn't have time for the podcast. Now, I have to say, I have heard your
2: podcast. (laughs) And at one point, I am pretty sure you told Amanda that you were spending 30 hours to produce one episode. Right. Right. Now, that's a level of unmanageability that I can't even wrap my head around.
1: Well, I, you can just, right at this point, it's every Sunday and Monday for about 10 or 12 hours each day.
2: Right. So I would say that another goal would be to figure out some sort of structure, maybe, or to use that Patreon money to have someone do your editing.
1: But it's too complicated. In addition... <laughs> and then we do some boring math. Here's a sample. Divide. Can you divide 3,000 by 12? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I could do that.
2: There's no way of you being able to do that. It's just impossible. 2
1: and, 2, 2.5? Oh, 200 <laughs> 250.
2: 250. What does that even mean? I have no idea. You wanted me to do that.
1: <laughs> 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 I spend an average of six hours on each headshot client and spend 20 to 30 hours a week on the podcast. That's about a 40 hour work week. And if I'm doing three headshot sessions a week, I could make three to $4,000 every month. Again, easier said than done, because these days, incredible cameras are more affordable and available than ever, and I'm now competing with thousands of new photographers that charge half of what I charge. Perhaps it's time for me to check my ego at the door and lower my prices. Uh,
2: Well, I think my other question to you is, are you willing to do anything else to bring in income? Yes. (laughs) What are those things?
1: Well, I did. I made a resume this last week. Great, and it's very nice. Great, and, and I've given it to a couple people. Okay, and that would be for advertising and a oh, okay. yeah, for advertising and a creative producer. Great, um, but I'm very on the fence about whether or not I want to do those things. Right,
2: I mean, I just also want to point
1: out the fact that, that I'm fighting that, you on everything.
2: No, I mean, I don't care. Here's the thing that's great for me. It's your life. Yeah. fucking do you, girl. I don't fucking care. I mean, I'm gonna walk out of here and know my interest rate. <laughs> But I think this is everybody's struggle around finances, is everybody's idea is, no, no, no. It's this other ethereal thing where magically money is just going to come. Everybody has different financial goals. The reason that you and I are even talking is because of the prospect of introducing a baby into your life. Yeah. So I think if you focus now while you're preparing everything else, Right. right, you're talking to sperm donors, you're... Um, you know, talking with your friends and family. You're talking about the options of being a surrogate. You're talking about all of these different avenues. So while you're chipping away at kind of finding what, where you want to be on that path, to be chipping away at your finances at the same time so that when that does present, I think your goal is to be like debt-free. Because then you have more wiggle room, right? Because if you kind of bust your ass now so that you can chop away at your debt, then you don't have to worry about the looming extra debt that's there, you know? Um, Yeah. Yeah.
1: You're right. You're right. Just buckle down. Yeah. Just fucking buckle down. I would say so. It's just so weird when there's so much progress happening with the podcast and so much progress happening with my career at this moment a little bit at Mm -hmm. a time, but... You know, I, There's not
2: a monetary value there to back it up, right? Believe me, I, I get
1: it. So then we started talking about spending habits. Um, I don't spend a lot of money, except on—that's what you're gonna yell at me about—groceries. Yes. I only buy organic things. Yeah, that's stupid.
0: I know. <laughs>
1: yeah. But it's better for the environment, and that's a yeah. big problem with me. Yeah. You know what? I, I think
2: it's lovely that you're. Driving yourself into the ground because of your empathy mm. um, but at some point I think that you need to start to make I mean, and this is like indicative of having a child right like I know you wanted to ask me some questions But right. at some point you start to make sacrifices. I don't care how much money you have you're gonna make emotional sacrifices You're gonna make um, time sacrifices. You're gonna make body sacrifices like so now's the time to stop giving dog donations and mm-hmm. eat some fucking beefaroni and see
1: what happens. <laughs> well, I don't even eat it at all.
2: <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> How I, are you alive? I eat fish. So
2: you're pescatarian? Yeah. Where are you from, New York? Yeah. Where in New York?
1: Austin, Westchester County.
2: This feels like a place that doesn't eat meat. No, I ate meat
1: meat until I was 31. And then what happened? It just occurred to me that the best thing I could do for the environment was to stop eating meat. So you're like very into the environment. Yeah. Okay. You know what?
2: Good for you why did you pull a mean midwesterner where you could have had somebody come over with like crystals and be like the money's just gonna come you seem super
1: nice oh my god well <laughs> tomorrow I'm actually interviewing oh, a card reader and she's gonna come and read my cards Ugh. and I thought that would be a great combo for this episode seriously oh. cause
2: I'm like bitch you need to get a job this shit is not okay okay <laughs> we need to fucking wrap it up and then she's gonna be like I'm seeing the house of swords <laughs> um, it feels like you're Focused on a lot of hurt. It's coming from the environment. You need to keep eating organic if you want to have a healthy life. No. Are you paying her to do that? No, she's a friend of mine.
1: Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> then Allison tries to reassure me about the cost of having a baby.
2: First of all, you live in a fucking awesome state to have a baby. Oh, good. Because um, they have short-term disability here. They have paid family leave in California.
1: Well, Here's I don't your mean problem, pay- family leave from a job. I don't have a job to I was just going to say, from. yeah, you
2: don't have a fucking job. Yeah. You need to get a job now so you can get into paid family leave. Ugh. <laughs> I'm serious. I've never been more serious about anything in my entire uh. life. You need to get an office job right now. Mm. Think about how great that would be.
1: Sounds like a dream. Okay, let's talk diapers then. Diapers are expensive.
2: I think I just bought 180 diapers, and I think it was 50 bucks.
1: Just now? Yeah. Oh.
2: So, I think actually on Amazon sometimes they have like an open box that you can buy. Mm -hmm. Same thing. I'm loving a coupon. Mm -hmm. Like people say that Costco diapers are cheap. We kind of got like connected to this one diaper Mm -hmm. because that's what they use.
1: Now you guys. I didn't tell Allison one thing because I knew she would freak out, but as you guys know, I'm interested in trying cloth diapers. Now Allison's probably dialing my number to scream at me, but here's the deal with cloth diapers, you guys. Of course, I looked it up. 27.4 billion disposable diapers are consumed every year in the United States. That is a lot of plastic and shit. Speaking of shit, did you know that the instructions on diaper packages say that you're supposed to dispose of all fecal matter in the toilet before putting into the garbage? I did not know that. Disposable diapers are the third largest single consumer item in landfills and represent about 4% of solid waste In a house with a child in diapers, disposables make up 50% of household waste and use 20 times more raw materials As far as the environment goes, some people say that it's up for debate because They say that the water and electricity used in washing those diapers offsets the cost of filling up these landfills But the manufacture and use of disposable diapers amounts to 2.3 times more water and electricity than clean cloth. Something to uh, ponder. Now let's talk about cost. Disposable diapers cost about $1,500 for two years. Over the same period, cloth diapers that are washed at home will cost a parent $500. Now, if you use a cloth diaper cleaning service, that's going to be way more than anything, but you know, I don't know, sounds good to me, and that's not even mentioning the health benefits. I can't imagine throwing away that much plastic. Personally, it would be hard for me, If I can manage to do it myself, I'm gonna do it myself.
2: My biggest expense
1: is daycare. Yeah. I pay more. So what does daycare
2: cost? For full-time daycare is $1,100 a month. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm sort of on the low end of daycare.
1: Yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah, we talked about more expenses, but I gotta move it along. I
2: think that your homework number one is to, if you're gonna do an auto debit, which Honestly, it doesn't sound like you can really do, because you don't really have the money in this moment. But I,
1: only, I mostly just do it for my credit cards, because I don't want to forget to pay any of my credit cards.
2: Right. well, I want us to start thinking about all of our bills at the same importance level that you're putting on your credit cards. Okay. Which, really, the only reason you're doing that is because you know that you're going to be penalized if you don't. Yeah. But there's still a level there of, like, irresponsibility, mm-hmm. right, and, and lack of clarity. Mm-hmm. Because it's then just the wild, wild west. And, I mean, I'm going to say something because, as you know, I have, like, a very popular therapy show and it's going to be controversial. <laughs> but I would imagine that the Russian roulette that you're playing with your finances is probably leading to your anxiety. Yeah. Because it is pretty unmanageable. You know, you don't seem to know when things are due. You have these huge balances on things that could have otherwise been a $40 monthly payment. What I typically do is I get paid twice a month. On the 15th, I pay all my bills. On the 30th, I pay my rent. And that's just kind of how I break it up. So for you to be able to go through, you know, if you're just going to keep it on the chalkboard or wherever you want to keep it, have the list of everything. And then when you pay it, put the date next to it until the next month and then wipe down the board and then put the date next to it. Number one is like what we did today, which is looking at everything Mm -hmm. and just getting your head out of the sand. The second part is coming up with a system in which you're gonna pay these bills. And the third part is generating more income. (sighs) You can do it. Yeah, You're a capable person. Yeah, It's the quintessential creative type, which is funny because I find myself, I, I consider myself to be like creative but i'm also very just a different personality type. Yeah. I'm like weird.
1: Yeah, no you're great. <laughs> <laughs> but i also think that you're great. Oh, thank you. And you
2: know what? People with way worse finances...
1: Do you want Allison to come over to your house and give you free advice on your finances? Well, contact her at podcast at gmail.com because I don't know if she wants me to give her personal email address away. And while you're at it, go and subscribe to Absolute Worst Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your fucking
0: podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well...
1: Her name is Rebecca Lieb, and she's the co-host of another podcast called Ghost Town, with another friend of mine, Jason Horton. They talk about mysterious, abandoned places all over the world, and she gives true crime and haunted tours around Los Angeles, you guys. She even does private tours. But most importantly, she is a tarot card reader, and she's gonna read my cards.
3: Hi. Hi. Okay, so why do people sage? People sage to cleanse and clear your space.
1: Is it called smudging?
3: Yeah, kind of. I mean, smudging is more of a body thing. Mostly I use sage to clean the cards, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Or you can leave them out in the moonlight if you want, (gasps) which is really romantic. Wow. (laughs) But I'm going to sage a little around this area to clear it. Um, And I clean the cards with the sage because that, and then I leave them out like to dry almost. Wow. That's pretty cool. How do you feel? Do you feel calm? I'm getting Calmer. there. Getting there? I get, <laughs> it's a process. You know, every
1: time I start a new thing, I have a good mm-hmm. 10 minutes of anxiety. Not anxiety. Yeah, I just always need a little time to settle. Mm-hmm. And I was a little up because of that funny thing with the car. Yeah, which is Oh amazing. my God, you guys, I have the best story. On Saturday morning, I went out to my car and the window, the driver's side window had been broken in. Uh, it was... Shattered, but it was still in place So it was just a ton of cracks And all of the cracks were radiating from a little hole And, you know, I didn't know Was it a bullet, like a tiny bullet Or was it just like kids with a pellet gun So, you know, I thought it was my responsibility To report it I called the cops, they came out They said it was probably a BB gun That'd probably be $400 to fix the window I said, okay, see you later And I went inside Ten minutes later (laughs) I got a knock on the door Expecting Rebecca and it was two teenage boys and their furious father (laughs) and they must have seen the cops and been so freaked out Ugh! and uh i was so nice to them i was so excited that they were there i was like oh my god you guys thank you so much like i felt like i'd won the lottery but then the dad was like don't be nice to them i was like oh yeah you guys can't fucking do shit like that Anyway, the dad said he would pay for the window, and everything was great, and then they left. And then 10 minutes later, I got another knock on the door thinking that was Rebecca, and it was the kids again. And they said, uh, hey, if there's anything we could do, like yard work or anything, or if you need anything cleaned up outside, like we're happy to do it. We're so sorry. And I know their dad was sending them over here because they needed that punishment, but I couldn't do it. I was too tickled. So I just tried to reinforce the positive. And while doing that, I almost started to cry, which really probably freaked them out. But I was just so thankful that they told me because, you know, it could have been a stalker or gang activity, and I would have been freaked out sleeping at night. Anyway, they left. And then 10 minutes later, I got another knock on the door thinking it was Rebecca. And it was Rebecca. I should have been like angrier but i wasn't (laughs) at all i was so happy and i've been smiling ever since my cheeks
3: hurt
1: i feel like i won the lottery
3: i agree i think that's (laughs) such a great thing and it doesn't it happens so rarely Mm -hmm. and it's a great way to come to the read too yeah my energy is is happy yeah excited cool like you don't have to be, yeah, I think that's a good thing to bring to oh, the
1: cards.
2: Wow, okay, I'm
3: getting there. I'm ready. You're getting there? You're ready? Yeah, I'm feeling energized. There's crystals on the table. Mm-hmm. Well, my crystals are quartz and selenite. Quartz is just like a general, like a clarity, kind of charging, Like it's very malleable. Um, you kind of use it for what you want. It's supposed to be powerful in that way. And then selenite is for kind of psychic things and mm-hmm. vision. <laughs> what do you want a read about?
1: I don't know.
3: You don't know? It makes me nervous. Why? I don't
1: know. Here's a big question. Okay. I'm struggling now with financial stuff. Okay. And I I feel like, yes. I am, like things are going in a great direction mm-hmm. with the podcast and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm hopeful about acting... But I'm stuck because there's no guarantee that I'll, I'll make any money doing any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so if I do want this baby, then
3: mm-hmm.
1: I actually, I've been told that I should actually just get a job, a normal job. Okay. But if I do that, then okay. I'm sort of giving up on the potential other stuff, which could be very lucrative if a couple things work out.
3: Ooh. Molly's raising her eyebrows suggestively. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, very interesting.
1: So, I just don't know what to focus on at the moment. Finances or creative. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm just sort of wondering about steps I should be taking right now to secure my future and stability.
3: Okay, I like that. So that
1: I can have a baby. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Steps, so many steps. Baby steps. Baby steps. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've told you this before, but I do like kind of short-term reads, not super long into the future, like a couple months. Okay, we're doing this. Okay, so I'm gonna pick some cards, and then we'll kind of go from there. You can ask questions, we can kind of um, expand upon okay. the cards that I initially choose. Okay. Um, I don't choose them. The universe chooses them. Aw. Right? But I'm just it the kind of it. I love it, and you're a Virgo. Mm-hmm. So your every sign has a suit in the cards okay. too. Virgo is the Pentacle. Pentacle is kind of earthly. Um, it's like slow moving. It's kind yes. of uh, yeah. It's it's all about like material and comfort. Mm. Um, it's kind of if you see a lot of Pentacles in the read, it's kind of Pentacle or Pinnacle. Pentacle or Pinnacle. Pinnacles. <laughs> if you see a lot of Pinnacles in the read, you're not. Reading a tarot deck. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're playing cards with your dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I think pentacles. Pentacles upside down, it's the sign of the devil because it's the oh earthly God. sign. But it's not, but upright, it's a suit in the tarot deck and it's supposed to tell us things. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's say the read has officially begun. The read has
1: officially begun.
3: Nice. All right, so concentrate on the cards. What do they have in store for you? What's inside of them? What do you just open and kind of? So with your right hand, cut the deck as many times as you want.
1: As many times as I want.
3: However you want to do it. I've given you reads before. I don't remember things. Nice. Oh no! Oh, no, you got to keep it up. Keep it up! Oh no! Keep it up. Pentacles. Kind of it's a it's a jumper. We got a jumper.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> it's upside down?
3: No, it's it's if it's upside down to you, it's right side up because it's from the reader's perspective.
1: Okay, I'm
3: done. Nice. How do you feel about that? Good. Seems like you were a little anxious about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: good now. Okay, she's begun flipping the cards. Oh my god! You're good. She's laying them out on the table. They don't look good. They're all red and upside down. Look at those chimes. The wind chimes start blowing.
3: Spirits are everywhere. Interesting. Interesting? <laughs> that can't be good. Okay, well you have a lot of like, transition happening. So. Transition? Fuck! These two cards are your internal present. These two cards are your external present. And this is kind of a rough timeline of... Oh, the I thought nice. you meant rough as in bad. No, no no. Oh my God. no, 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 no. It's it's, but it's interesting. <clears throat> oh,
1: there's that word again. Interesting. I'm on to you, Rebecca. Oh, there's a lot of like decisions being
3: made in your read in the mm. next couple of months. Like mm-hmm. some very definitive things happening.
2: Fuck.
3: No, it's good though, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, decisions are good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I feel like internally right now it feels like are you being? It feels like you're not being super social right now. Like you're kind of like inwardly. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's not a priority for you, kind of. Yeah. 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 It's interesting too because the Empress 2 is the card of fertility. Talk about But a it's upside down. Yeah, it's upside down. <laughs> Which means what? <laughs> Which means it's. It's as the much, first card, and it's the it's first card. Inter- okay, so this is your internal self at present. Mm-hmm. Reverse. It's like, I think you're conflicted about having. I mean, clearly this whole yeah. podcast. But. Uh oh! <laughs> <Uh-oh, laughs> someone at the door. <laughs> Okay, you
1: guys are never going to believe this, but remember that story about the kids with the BB gun? Well, hi. It's their dad. How are you? you I'm recording a podcast. Awesome. What (laughs) podcast? It, you know, I can't go into it right now, but I will tell you all about it. That's okay. Rebecca. Okay. Hi, Rebecca. Hello. Sorry. This it, will be the
4: last service yeah. of the day. Yeah, I
1: love it. Uh, I was just telling her how much I love this whole scenario. Yeah.
4: No, I noticed that you have lots of, I mean, I sent them over here. And they,
1: I couldn't say it.
4: I know, but you have lots of things that they could sand and stain. And that would make yes. them experience servitude towards the person that they caused grievance so
1: <laughs> you're uh, on the podcast now by the way that's yeah.
3: right. oh i i
1: i've
4: always wanted to be on a podcast <laughs> well, so that's fantastic yeah no well, the, sure. the porch the porch in the back the this that yeah we'll get them some sandpaper some sanders some stuff. Sand. well you know i
1: am having a birthday party next weekend if they want to come and help me weed in the backyard or something and they
4: can do that too know. All we don't it. have to do a lot. No, they, they do. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so they really need to understand that, no, that wasn't a smart decision. Yeah. you to remember.
1: <laughs> You're how a good dumb band. of a
4: decision that was. Yeah. Like, just be reminded of it constantly <laughs> for a little while at least.
1: Okay, right? yeah, well, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'm down, and I'll text you so you have my number and we can okay. discuss Fantastic. things to do. Um,
4: what is the subject matter of your <laughs> That's right.
1: That's... It's called sperm cast. Okay, All right. I'm looking for a sperm donor. Oh. Basically, I interview a potential sperm donor in every episode. I'm not a potential donor. She's,
4: she's not a potential donor. Yeah. I am very interested. Uh,
1: also, you and Norvell are totally welcome to come to the party next week. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was going to ask. I
4: have these kids are in town for two weekends. They can come, weekends. too. Yeah, uh, I can bring them. Yeah. I'll be happy to bring them. I,
1: I wrote on the invite, kids, welcome. They could serve hors d'oeuvres. Oh, All my right. God. <laughs>
4: Oh! We'll dress them
1: up.
4: Yeah. Dude, I think they should work my party. Yeah.
1: That's and and they have to wear a stupid amazing.
4: costume. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. That's great. Oh. We have a lot to talk about. Yeah, okay, okay. yeah. You All guys right. gotta
3: okay. set this yeah. up. Look, yeah. this, 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 this
4: is amazing. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Hi, this me is Hi.
1: That is such a great <laughs> idea. Oh my, oh my god. god.
3: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God, that's so great. Isn't that amazing? You uh, shouldn't have to do that. Oh, man. Ooh, I oh, my love God. that.
0: Oh, my face hurts.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine his kids serving? I, please, at, you have to dress them up. Well, first of all, maybe little tux. Tuxes. Tuxes. Oh, my God. Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Yeah, yes, oh my god.
1: <laughs> and then they'll have to tell everybody
3: what they did. <laughs> oh, that, that feels like it's going far.
0: Like, these the kids the that
3: broke this my windows. <laughs> so that would be, if, if I at 15 did something bad and then... As a retaliation, it's like, you have to work the ladies' party of the window you broke and you have to tell people what you did and you have to wear a tiny tux, 14 year old. I wish they could bartend, but they
1: just get wasted.
3: Yeah, <laughs> well, they can do that. I mean, this feels a little like, whoa, punishment. Like, this feels a little like torture, like psychological warfare it's not, for So them. I shouldn't do it? No, I think you should do it, but let them oh. get a little drunk. Oh, God. <laughs> Too
1: young, too young. Okay, so upside (sighs) down empress.
3: The empress is, she's more social, fertility, like, but she's reversed. It's like you're not accessing, it's almost like, in a way, having a kid is not a priority for you right now, even though a lot of your creative energy goes toward the exploration of having a kid.
1: Mm. If you're interested in following along and seeing what we're seeing, I've posted a photo of this reading on my Spermcast Instagram account. And while you're there, you should just follow me. I mean, it's right there. Just press follow. Next to her is kind of a difficult card.
3: And it's probably the most, when I say difficult, a couple of heady cards in here. Uh-huh. Um, the Nine of Swords is really, it's a difficult card. It's a card about being in your head a ton and about kind of getting tortured with the expectations that you have in your head. Yeah. I think everybody knows that about me. Yeah. I know. Well, the cards are reminding you. <laughs> and it feels like there's a lot of like internal expectation that you have. Mm-hmm. That's preventing you from moving forward in a lot of ways. Like especially your your perception of what things are, are different than what they actually are, too. Mm-hmm. Because then when we get over here, this card, this is the Eight of Swords. This is the and now we're in my right. external present. Exactly. So if we kind of lead into this one, is the idea of you kind of being like influenced by what other people say... Around you and do like mm. a lot of like external influences, mm-hmm. which again kind of goes back to internal strife or conflict. So I think you need to really just I think a lot of external things are influencing you.
1: Oh, you. Mm-hmm. okay.
3: <clears throat> negatively. Negatively. And I think it gets to you far deeper than it maybe should. Sure. And it's time to kind of figure out what you really want without the influences of other people or expectations of other people or expectations of. Projects or mm-hmm. things or political climate, all of that, We're kind of taking a break and looking into you to figure out what you want. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. It does and then next to that, it's the strength card. I think you have a lot of people around you that are really strong personalities, really successful. Like a lot of and that kind of again influences you being stuck in your head a little bit. Oh. But it's it's a good thing to have the strength card in your external present because it means a lot of people are motivating you and pushing you to be better. But, you know, the kind of shadow aspect of that is that they will also make you feel more anxious about your own accomplishments, Mm -hmm. you know? So you wanna have strong people around you, of course, but you also don't want them, you don't wanna compare yourself to them a lot. You don't want them to influence you too much in a way where you feel like things are getting in the way of your own personal process. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Yeah, let's move to your timeline. Yeah. So the first card is the Two of Wands, and the Two of Wands is the card of letting something or somebody go. It could be letting a person go, or an idea go, or something where it's like that's not going to serve me because Mm. I have more, like the the figure in this is holding this little globe but he's looking out towards water and mountains. Is that little globe a baby? Hmm? Do I need to let the baby go? (laughs) I don't know.
1: What do you think?
3: No! (laughs) Uh, but it's about letting something go so you can have something better that mm-hmm. you've always imagined for yourself. It's like It's a kind of bittersweet card, um, but you're still in control. He still has... He's not letting everything go. He's keeping some things. So, so letting acting go? Mm-hmm. Or letting baby go? I don't know. It's one or the other. You can pick some cards. It might be one or the other. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. But it's going to be difficult because you haven't <laughs> outgrown... Like, this is not a cut-and-dry thing. Like you haven't quite outgrown the things that you're trying to take inventory of to let go. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of the next month is gonna be you figuring that out.
1: Okay, what is this card? This? This one. next
3: card. This is the nine of wands. Um, upside and re- in upside reverse. And yeah, uh, in reverse. I mean it's kind of similar both ways. Uh, it's about like outgrowth and what's good for you and like kind of struggling with the idea of growing out of something. Mm. Um, Operate, it's kind of like, you're working through it, you know you've outgrown something, you're moving on to the next step. But reverse, it's it's kind of like, you're not quite there yet. Like, you have to take some time to figure out what that is. Okay. Justice. Justice. Reverse justice. Reverse justice. Unfair. Unfair. Fuck, dude. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting. These succession of cards is really interesting and feels very clear to me. But reverse justice is about things being unfair, especially you thinking things are unfair Mm. and feeling frustrated with that. Fuck. Yeah. So then we have the moon card, which I think is such a beautiful card. It's these two, it's a wolf and a dog and then a lobster crawling out of the water through the wolf and the dog down a unending path into a moon and sun. I love lobsters. It's my favorite food. Oh, I love lobsters too. Oh (laughs) my God. (laughs) (laughs) When I was a kid, I thought I was
1: um, a lobster reincarnated. My mom ate me and then I was born.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful mythology. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, But the sun is about selfhood and being who you are and being unabashedly who you are. And the moon is about uh, mystery and perception and hiddenness. So the moon card itself While it's not wholly about being hidden, it's about the practice of figuring out what you want to see in something um, and how that shapes you and how that makes you evolve. Lobster is a symbol of evolution in the tarot. Mm -hmm. It's about making a decision on what you want to see. Do you want to search for the truth or do you want it to remain hidden and move forward not knowing certain things? Well, I want the truth. All right. (laughs) But the next card is a moon as well? The next card is a moon and a sun also. Um, And you can see, too, the expressions on the moon, sun's faces are not, like, the happiest. They're, they're, like, deep in thought. And they kind of feel, like, frustrated. Mm. uh, Maybe a little sad, constrained. This is a breakup card, essentially. It's Mm. about... Um, the last the card. She's talking about the last card. The last card. And <laughs> it's about letting something go, like really letting something go in search of something better, which, again, kind of echoes this Two of Wands in a way, too. Letting things go, moving forward, trying to figure out what that piece is that you didn't have in the present tense. So it's interesting that that's the last card that you get. I don't know what you're thinking about with all of these cards, but it really feels like, overall, it's, this read is about letting something go. And seeing the truth in it and moving forward without that peace for something better, with the promise of something better.
1: It's really hard to figure out. I mean, <laughs> it could be one of two things. And I, I just keep thinking, is it, do I, and am I letting go of acting to allow for baby? Mm-hmm. Or am I letting go of baby to allow for
3: acting? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. And in a lot of ways. I'm not
1: saying, I mean, if I had to, if I knew, uh-huh. if I had to choose between yeah. one or the other, I would say baby. If mm-hmm. I knew that that was going to be. A successful life, and I was going to make a... I don't fucking know if I would choose that. (laughs) Uh.
3: Yeah, I think you're very conflicted about it. Yeah, I think this will become clearer to you. It will? In the next... Yeah, I mean, this again, this is the next couple months. These are very definitive cards. Like, kind of the idea of letting something go, not being able to, struggling with it, it feeling unfair, almost like you're victimized, Mm. trying to get through to the truth of what you want, and then letting that thing go. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know this is a very pronounced card. Yeah, it's a very there's not a lot of room for what is that interpretation? Mean? I mean, it's it's letting something go. <clears throat> it's not like well,
1: if it's you always, it a oh, always, always always. The last card is letting something go.
3: Yeah, there's no different interpretation. But about.
1: if you let something go, can you pick it up again later on?
3: Maybe, but it will never be the same. Like this is about you evolving too mm. as a person. Mm. And what does this Pentacles card mean? This Pentacles card, it's a great card. It's a kind of homecoming comfort. It's its about coming home. It's about being comfortable at home. It is like such a quintessential Pentacle about feeling happy in the space that you're in and home. And that's the card that I dropped. Yeah. How I interpret it is you striving for this. Hmm. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel?
1: <laughs> like I have to make a decision. <laughs> makes me consider things more seriously. Yeah, I mean, it's not... It seems right. It seems accurate. This is all stuff that I'm feeling right now. Um, and this is just
3: for the next few months, right? Yeah. <laughs> Cards can change. Cards can change. Everything can change. Yeah. You know?
1: I like it. Yeah. I mean, I like that we did it. I don't particularly <laughs> like the result, but... It's accurate.
3: Yeah, you'll you'll see. And a good thing about the cards too is, like, just kind of let it go. Like, try not to think about it. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well. Thanks.
3: You're welcome. High five. High five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Was that guy knocked again? Oh my god. <laughs>
1: True story, you guys, that guy's actually out in my driveway right now trying to fix my door handle because I guess some glass fell in there and jammed it up and now it won't open. Anyway, if you'd like to hire Rebecca for a reading or to find out more about her haunted tours around Los Angeles, find her at Rebecca Lieb on Instagram or email her at Rebecca M Lieb, L-E-I-B at gmail.com. And don't forget to listen to her podcast, Ghost Town, which was just written up in the A.V. Club. Well, there's a whole lot for me to think about and figure out after those two interviews, you guys. So I'm just going to wrap it up here and go work on that newsletter and chart out all of my bills and all of their dates and work on some other things that are creative and potentially could do something for me down the road. Anyway, you guys, I got to get going. If you have your own interpretations for my tarot cards or for my finances, email me at spermcast at gmail.com and give me a call at 323-741-1818 or find me on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Spermcast. I know half of this episode was about my finances, but I promise you, I'm not trying to guilt you into donating to my Patreon. My financial situation is not your responsibility. That being said, you want to contribute to my Patreon and support this independent podcast for a buck or two a month and have access to fun extra content? Go to patreon.com forward slash forward splash, forward slash spermcast. Huge thank you to my new Patreon subscribers, by the way, Thomas Llewellyn, Jenna Chaka Sikelianos, Kylie, Warren Ross, and Nathan Prell. Thank you guys so much, and thank you to Allison Royer, Rebecca Lieb, and my neighbor, and those two teenagers who shot a BB into my car and spiced up my Saturday. And don't forget, if you're curious about your or your partner's sperm, why not check it out now and get on track? as in T-R-A-K track, as in track, the home male fertility test. That's right, it comes with four tests so you can test your fertility over time and improve your numbers as you go. It's better to know now than later. Okay, I just did an ad, but look, I'm not getting paid for it. But like I said, you guys can get that 15% discount if you put in Spermcast 2018 in the discount code. Go to trackfertility.com for more info. That's track with just a K, no C. See you later. He could be bald and bearded, shorter tall. Funny, smart, love basketball. From gay straight, black white. Tiny eyes with an underbite. I just need sperm.
0: Have Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby.